can't miss the boy, me and Rich united like Van Nistelrooy Then I bet you Freddy get too, how to child, y'all not ready for the few Don't get me wrong, violence is not a forte, I just like to rhyme, kick the lyrics, skills like Pele What y'all niggas know about it, my kick game is World Cup World Cup, I know that they don't get me I keep them bitches clean, though my sneaker game is messy Welcome to the first New Ultra podcast This is Fields here um, So New Ultras is a group of individuals right now I got Navar, we got Chop we got John Joe, we got Scams, and we got Weaving here. Uh, and this is a project we've been working on with a lot of other guys. We're just kind of changing the culture about soccer here in America and how it's covered and, and not having everything be so stale and shit. So, yeah, we're going to curse and we're going to talk shit and make jokes and, and do all that fun stuff. So uh, I guess we could just go down the line and start out, talk about our favorite squad and how we got into into the sport. So I'll start. Um, I'm Fields. You could follow me on Twitter at Fields underscore. I'm a Man U fan uh, and a low-key Netherlands fan, but they suck right now, so we're not going to talk about that. Um, and I just really got into the sport from my pops, who was an Arsenal fan, but then Wenger got him so pissed off he became a City fan. So my house is just kind of all fucked up with the bench right now. Yo, yo, it's your boy Chop. You can follow me on Twitter. Elastic Coach Shop. I follow Real Madrid. Uh, my favorite player right now is Paul Gugu, my favorite player all time. Everybody knows. See Don. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, this uh, this new ultra shit, man, it's it's really about to take off. Uh, and it's real original, authentic. It's just a bunch of dudes met up, linked up on Twitter. And we all got a common goal to change the way uh, soccer is perceived in America, hopefully globally, too. So I'm ready to do this. Let's work. All right. So my name is Scams. Nigerian Scams with three S's because somebody stole the original with one S. So I got to have extra S's in there. That's extra um, Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> yep, definitely. Uh, I'm a Man United fan. Been a United fan since I was like five, mainly because my dad's a Liverpool fan, and to piss him off, I decided to support United. Uh, sadly, I support Nigeria and England, so I know heartbreak. Uh, shit, how else did I get into the sport? By playing it, growing up in London, um, every single day, just play. Um, moved to America, and yeah, so we started New Ultras just because just the coverage in America, we thought it's a better us to kind of bring our own perspective especially as people who's played and people who watch the sport so yeah that's basically who we are oh yeah I played too by the way I <laughs> <laughs> still do dive <laughs> yo it's Weave uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Weave is Christ uh, I'm a Manchester City fan. Um, I've been, shit, how did I get into soccer? Really didn't, never played as a kid, didn't really watch much as a kid. I uh, went to school with a lot of Hispanics in middle school, and that kind of um, sparked my interest a little bit. Um, didn't really follow it too much still from there, but 
around what was that 2010, um, basically when when city started popping and coming up and getting a couple of dollars. <laughs> is when I uh, is when I really started following having a team to follow um, is really what got me hardcore into it. So I guess you could say around 2010 um, is when I got into it, and I've been riding ever since, yo. About to get that shit tatted on my arm. So. Yeah. <laughs> what up? It's John Joe. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, Juan Foolery. Uh, grew up playing the sport. Liverpool fan. Fuck them right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the. That's what it is. We'll be back one day. Probably not anytime soon, but we'll be back. Your grandkids gonna be saying that, boy. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's really it. Just been playing, been around the sport my whole life and shit. So yeah, ready to give it a new voice. All right, this is Navar. You can follow me at Comb My Afro on Twitter. Uh, really, just been a, a U.S. soccer fan, U.S. national team from a while ago, back in the early 2000s, getting in that, but needed a club team to follow, so I chose Man United to sort of counter my pops, who claims he was the uh, best goalkeeper in South London in the 60s. That's unconfirmed. So really, we're just trying to get on this new new ultra thing, get it popping, get it for the culture, you know, just give us fresh ideas, fresh take on the whole sport. That's what we're doing right now. Word, word. So that's uh, that's everybody who's in here today. So it's a busy summer, busier than usual. We got the Euros going on over in Paris, which has been it's been pretty interesting this year. They expanded out the tournament, so it's a lot more teams in there. And the Netherlands still ain't make it with their bum asses. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the group stages is is almost finishing up. It's what? What is it? June twenty twenty first? Yeah. So. Brackets are starting to uh, to settle in, so we should just start out, I guess, with the host country, France. How they've been looking, how people is on Deschamps' ass because the formations ain't been looking so right, and how he could best get Pogba, the the man of the the tournament, really. Um, how they can get him more involved and in, in showcasing his skill, and not out here looking like a vine player. France's main issue to me is just like Deschamps doesn't know who to put at what time or like just like he has no balance like that first game when he put uh, the Tweedy, Pogba and Conte in the midfield like mm-hmm. basically all three of them kind of do the same thing in a sense I mean you got two players in Conte and what's it called Conte and Matuidi who like basically are destroyers who just chase people around the whole time and then you got Pogba who wants to like run up and try and shoot the ball every goddamn time he gets the ball so you have no <laughs> midfield so you know, he needs to find a balance, and Deschamps is a pretty stubborn guy, so I hope they find it, but I doubt they're going to find it. So, you know, we'll see as the tournament goes on. Yeah, no, nah, that's a good point because they had, um, when he switched it up and put Kabai in, what was that, the last game? I think the midfield just looked a lot more balanced and everybody had a role, and he's just going to have to try and figure out what he's doing with that four-three-three because that shit is looking a hot mess right now. Sure, and sadly, Everett's showing his age. Like, Everett's really showing he's 35 years old, so Everett's getting cooked on that left-hand side. Free game, yeah. Clichy. Everett's the <laughs> treasure, fam. But, but, they got seven points in their group. They're at the top of their group, though, right? I that's mean, what matters, but them, just like matters. everybody, every other major team 
big team, Germany, um, I guess you could say Belgium, Spain, nobody's really looking like they want to run away with it. Um, so, I mean, you can... You can I mean, the best team, the best team that yeah, I've seen, the best team that I've seen so far, and I hate to say it, is Italy. Like, they look like they want it more than everybody right now. And it, they're a surprise team for, for me. They're a surprise team just because I wasn't expecting too much out of them. Um, even more surprised than, like, Wales, just, just by looking at the group Wales is in. But, you know, Italy's in there with Belgium, Sweden, and Ireland. Like, I mean, that's not super tough, but that's like, yo, and Belgium only got three points. So, I don't know. But, uh, but to stay on France, like, I think it's one of those cases where it's almost just like you got too much talent and you just got to fuck around and just, like, Deschamps can't. He can't please everybody. You know what I mean? Like, that shit he pulled with Pogba, like, put him on the bench. Like, you know, that's going to – he already knows that's going to upset him and grease mine, and then he knows, like, the fans is going to have something to say about that. So, he's low-key in a lose-lose. Like, you and your host nation, the Pogba's been deemed, you know, the darling by the media. Um, and, you know, he he's under a lot of pressure, but he's, he's, he's on top of his group. Um, the formation, yes, I don't agree with what he's been doing. Um, you gotta play your best players, but um, and even the the people that he picked for this team, like how is Kevin Gamero still at home, like over Virginia, like that's that's crazy to me. But I don't know. But they they went in their group. Um, but for me, the best team, I mean, the surprise team, best team is Italy, Germany doing their thing, but Poland's right there with seven points with them as well. So, um. And then Croatia like woke up today, like. Yeah, he did. Yeah, man. The hairs. Yeah, because yeah, the hairs left that that near post bust wide the fuck open today, man. But I'm saying though, like, like even when this game was announced, I'm like, okay, who's gonna score for Croatia against Spain? Like, how are they even gonna get past like the midfield um, up top for yeah. Croatia? Like Modric and uh, Rakitic, like they was gonna have to make some runs, but they didn't really have to, like. They got their goals. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's it's what I'm saying. So he was out the, when he was out the lineup, I swore it, it was a wrap for them. Yeah. yeah. So and, you know, I think, Spain. Spain didn't have to. They didn't really necessarily have to play hard today because they was gonna get through either way. But I feel like Croatia like stepped it up and was like, "Yo, we about to prove to these dudes like we here to play." And I, I don't know. I was impressed today by that. Word, definitely. I, I think I think the thing is, I, I said it before the tournament that uh, Croatia is a really really good midfield. That oh, they yeah. have the balance right, they have the balance right, and they're hungry. Like Perisic is an Inter. Like you think he wants to stay at Inter? Like right. he wants to play for New <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get the fuck out of Italy. But now I want to touch on the um, on the surprise part about Italy. I've been watching football my whole damn life. Like. That's one thing that I've always told people, never bet against Italy. Like, they're the masters of just, like, man, they're just masters of knowing how to get places. Like, I remember Euro 2000, I remember when they got to the semifinal, like, to the finals, and people weren't expecting that. But Italy are just, they're just notorious for doing that, man. Like, they're just always well-organized defensively, you know, and they get shit done. Like, in 2006, I remember nobody thought they were going to make it out of their group in 2006, the World Cup. Yeah. Guess who won that shit? They did. Yeah. Because they're just smart. And like, you know, what people fail to realize that, you know, Conte used to play for for Italy. He was in the 2000 Euros. So yeah. he has that experience of like knowing what to do. 
I think the uh, team right now for me, like Croatia, they're showing like they got it. But the only issue for me is just like up top is like Manzukic is a donkey. Like he's, <laughs> he's all over the place. Like, you know, that. Yeah, Italy got that defense, man. Like they haven't allowed any goals. I believe only Germany and Poland um, are the only other teams that haven't allowed a goal so far. I could be wrong, but. No, you, uh, no, I think I think that's right with Italy. They're just playing their classic Italian grimy style football, like just straight tactics, and we're just gonna beat you at your own game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's damn, it's like they got fucking eleven varieties out there, son. Niggas is just grinding. Wait. It's gonna be fun when they uh when they start doing the traditional shit when they start diving and like you know crying and shit. I remember when uh <laughs> we did that shit. It was 2006 World Cup against Australia. I'll never forget this. Like, it was an Italian defender, right? He got slapped, but he didn't really get slapped. Like, he fell over. And, like, the goal, the referee came right next to me, like, you know, he faked it. And I was like, bro, this is what they do. Like, they always, always find a way just to, like, you know, yeah. he ain't shit. Like, that's simply them. Like, they'll go far this tournament, but we'll see. So, who, England, man. Who's, who's y'all's... Uh... Who's y'all's worst worst performing team right now? Like that you had expectations for? <laughs> I, I think I heard somebody getting ready to talk about England though. But oh man, like, like England's not even England's not even playing bad. They're just being England. That's simply it. Like that yeah, is, like they, England. England was what two minutes away from being top of the group and being safe on the other side of the table. Instead, they're, they're stuck where they are because they couldn't like just stop Russia for another fifteen seconds. So like. I think as bad as England played in spurts, I think they got they're, – they're fucking talented. And I think the problem with this tournament so far is, like, nobody's really banging goals. You know what I mean? With all the minnows in the tournament, like, it's a lot of park, parking of the bus and shit. But England strike force is, like, the best part of their team. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, fucking – uh, yeah, I mean, their strikers are better than their midfield and their defense. On paper – <laughs> On I mean, paper, I, think I most, agree, but I mean, who, who's striking for? Who's striking for right now? Yeah, Harold Kane's not doing anything. Kane got, got more corner attempts than shots on goal. But that's on the coach, yo. That's on Roy. That's not like Roy has to I think the players most- in the best position. He got a striker playing in the fucking midfield. What is Rooney doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, Rooney, Rooney's just there, bro. Rooney does yeah. what he wants, son. Rooney, Rooney is low-key, like, he's he's the mascot, bro. Like, he's <laughs> he's out there just to be out there to, like, have the young niggas look at him like, okay, like, I'm really out here with, like, a legend. You know, let's do this for England one time or some shit like that. Yeah. But Rooney is like is like uh, Miroslav Klose, but Rooney just gets minutes and shit for some dumb reason. <laughs> I think the I most mean, disappointing team right now, the most disappointing team right now is Portugal. It's not yeah. even close. Right? Yeah, I ain't I ain't want to say it, but you know, nah, Portugal's a disappointment. Like, it's there. Like, Portugal's yeah. a disappointment, but also. Those two Eastern Bloc teams, man, Ukraine, Russia, those two Ukraine, disappointed me. Like, I, I was really disappointed in Ukraine only because um, with Yarmolenko, I was expecting Yarmolenko to do some things this uh, this tournament. Well, after watching him when they played City in the uh, round of 16 in the Champions League, Word. and I watched him uh, cook down that right-hand side, um, cooking Clichy when Clichy was supposedly in form. 
Um, and I watched Yarmolenko really do some things. And, uh, yeah, so to see them not do shit, basically, and to see a lot of those guys just go out real quiet was real disappointing for me, along with, like you said, with uh, Portugal. Um, right. Ukraine and Portugal are really, for me, um, probably the biggest disappointments of, uh, of the Euros. But, but how much uh, of Portugal's think, how much of Portugal's misfortune do you think comes down to just bad luck? Because they're they're firing think, shots like nobody nobody's business right now, but they just can't score. Yeah. Well, okay, if you put it that way, yeah. But coming in, word on the street was like, okay, this is this is like the best Portugal team in a while. Like they got they got the young boys coming up. Yeah, Ronaldo's coming off, you know, Champions League form and all that stuff. Um, I I mean I agree with you. Like yeah, they, like the, a lot of shots that they've missed. Like Ronaldo's missed some some low key sitters, and because he's not wearing. Yeah, yeah. So and because he's not wearing a Madrid jersey, like I'm I'm judging him even differently now. Like I don't know what's wrong with him. Like I don't. Yeah, he definitely he's definitely he's definitely being a sandbag in his team taking free kicks. Like, let me just put that out there before anybody else says that. Like, like for real. Like, I don't think I've seen I don't think I've seen Ronaldo make a free kick since uh, that one against Portsmouth. Nah, yeah. he made he made one he made his last one his last one was against uh, uh, Wolfsburg, bruh, When we came back to the Bernabeu. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, was, that was it. But but still, bruh, like he he's done. He he has to be done. And I don't know who's gonna tell him that he's done, especially on Portugal. It's probably easier to do it at, at Madrid. Like Zanaz has to pull him aside and be like, "Yo, Bell, Bell got to take all the free kicks from the right side." Like. <laughs> Maybe, maybe his son can tell him. But they, but they got, but they got dudes. Out there, they got dudes out there. They got dudes out there that can either shoot on goal or create. You know, what I'm saying a nice cross like Gomez. Nani can either aim it at the goal or put a good ball in. Like I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know what it is you too. Said Nani, you, you said Nani putting a good ball. I put it this way: you could put him right. You, you you could put him right there and there serve service uh, Ronaldo to go catch it in the air or something like that. I, Nani, I don't know. Nani hasn't played bad though. He scored their only goal. I think the problem with Ronaldo is like for so long with Portugal, he was the only dude to depend on. So like he's naturally like a more selfish player. But like when he wears that Portugal jersey, I feel like he just feels like that's it. I got to do it all myself. You know what I mean? And like. Yeah. Nobody, nobody there is good enough to be like, "Yo, nigga, pass me the ball." I feel like I feel like he got the Madden jinx right now. Like when that Nike Switch commercial came out, like <laughs> niggas was hype, bro. Like I'm like, "Oh, okay, Portugal about to do it." Uh-huh. And he's been smelly. Like, and that's my that's I'm, my guy. But I'm another say, another issue I'm I see is your fault for, not- for thinking Portugal was gonna do it. Like that's your fault for believing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean I thought okay, like when I say do it, like. Crush that group that they in, like yeah, yeah. Hungary, Iceland, Austria. Like, come on, like they only yeah. got they got two points. They got two. They really and they got to they got to play Hungary last too, mm-hmm. right? And they got four, and yeah. you know, they playing with confidence. Like, they, they know. They, I don't know. It's they're crazy. not scoring against Sweden. 
Yeah. Yeah. Them sweatpants, bruh. <laughs> yo! Man, you're not scoring against no nigga in sweatpants, yo. Yo, no. how did I forget about that it, so fast, it, bruh? Bro, I saw that. I could not believe it. I'm like, yo, this is Tuesday League right here, bruh. Yo, yeah, and sure, what, yeah. what's crazy is because the shit is crazy because that's universal across all sports, nigga. Like, you're not scoring in basketball against no nigga in sweatpants. <laughs> no. You're not scoring in football. Hockey, you're not scoring on no nigga with sweatpants on. Oh sweatpants is a black belt of sports, yo. You see, mm-hmm. you see a nigga in sweatpants, he's the sensei, yo. It's it's a wrap. That's like, that's like uh, that's like when you gotta check the nigga at the park hooping in Tim's. Like you just know you're mm-hmm. not about to do nothing against. <laughs> Old boy in the work clothes gonna give you them buckets, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yo, I saw. I saw a dude in the gym lifting in uh, Tim's and cargo shorts. And he had the best form ever. Like, nigga, nigga was probably benching 325, no warm-up. <laughs> nah. Oh, he my God. He was curling that, man. Yo, that hurt me, yeah, Nah, man. like, I saw that, I'm like, yo, is that... Like, I thought it was, like, uh, just a solid uniform, like, the shorts kind of meshed with the socks or something like that. Then I seen, like, the green come up. I'm like, wait a minute, is that nigga cutting grass? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but he's only giving up one goal, so something's yeah, working. It's, it's hey, working. Work, man. Don't, don't fix it if it ain't broke. Hey, man. Another he's thing is um, another team that's – I think they've been kind of flying under the radar – which surprised me too is is Turkey. I thought Turkey was going to be a lot better. Arda Turan like fell off a cliff, yo. Yeah. So that part, I was getting ready to say that. I was getting ready to say that. that. But hey, damn shit going right. Turkey. Turkey advanced today though, so I mean they're lucky yeah. they got through. They just need three yeah, points. With I mean three dude. points and they're through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Barack. Barack saved him. <laughs> you gotta expect Arda's form to dip a little bit. He don't see any minutes at Barca. That's like true. Like he did at Atleti. He played for half yeah. a year. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. And was on holiday for half a year. Came back and enjoyed a bench holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he did I mean, that. Bro. Like, I don't. I mean, I follow La Liga. Like, he had he had a good thing at at uh I hate to say their name, but Atletico. Like. He was he was low key a key player for them, man. Yeah, and then, yeah, absolutely. I don't know, man. Like the whole Barca thing. But hey, they, I thought he man for Carrasco. Man, yeah. man saw uh, what Falcao was doing on on holiday and wanted to get part. Falcao studying Yeah, man, nigga needed in on the action. He wasn't gonna let Falcao have all the fun. Oh, yo. Man. We spoke about we spoke about disappointing teams, and I'm surprised nobody brought this team up. Belgium. Yeah. Uh, I was trying not to, just because you know I got the whole sun thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really yeah. I, at, this, at this point. I'm just uh, I I would think Belgium would do better if they just put Kevin De Bruyne and Hazard out there and didn't feel the rest of them niggas because no one else. And Hazard's not even really doing a bunch. Um, I just said him just because name recognition. But uh, yeah, man, they really money in the trash. Lukaku money is he's been lighting his money on fire. Lukaku is losing himself and Everton a lot of monies right now, yo. A lot because he's he's getting the service. (laughs) Like it's he's seeing the ball and he's just doing nothing with it. Nothing. Mm -hmm. I heard. I heard he's still chasing his first touch. They got to take a touch. <laughs> Man, like, no. Wilfred Boney. 
Belgium Belgium left their best hazard at home though. Eden's little brother. Borgen, so, they left him. Oh, uh, here you go. <laughs> I take. They left the best brother at home. They left him all the way at home. But not nah, Belgium, I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, I said it before the tournament started. I noticed it in um, 2014 World Cup against the USA. That's when I knew that Mark Wilmers wasn't shit. Like, I knew he wasn't a good coach. Like, <laughs> against it. Look, man, if USA, if they, if they had their shit on that game, they would have beat him. Like, yeah. especially yeah. in extra time. Like, USA could have beat him. And, you know, Mark Wilmot, I think he just, you know, he has a love affair for certain players in the team. Like, that guy with the afro, I won't say his name because oh, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we, don't, we don't acknowledge that guy. But that guy <laughs> with the afro who plays, uh, who plays for Man United, you know, like, he's a, he's a complex dude. And, like, it's a marijuana. <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> but not like, you know, putting like, you know, playing Yan Vatong. I'm surprised uh what's the call hasn't broken down yet. Um what's his name? The dude from from uh that Arsenal guy, Vermal. I'm surprised he hasn't broken down yet. Mm-hmm. I'm really impressed that his whole body's staying together, like, you know. The I'm Arsenal impressed. guy. He plays for Barca, <laughs> former, sir. Former Arsenal guy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well the last yeah, time he saw the pitch, he played for Arsenal. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was where he got his last minute. I think I think that man has a, a 33 uh, speed on FIFA, and that man's playing right back. He's he's playing left back at that. Or left back, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that back line. He, just, he's just playing like eight playing center backs. Center backs like yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean the thing the thing that bothers me the most is just like you have two guys who play with each other the whole season and that the tongue and then and out of breath they play together the whole season and like the coach is like messing that up I'm like just put them together and work it and together. not only did, not only did they play together they they led the league in uh in goals a lot Tottenham had the best uh defensive goals record yeah. in the Premier League so it's not exactly it's a matter of them playing together it's a matter of them playing together and playing well that they've done, we've seen it all season, and then you break that up and um, and put Denayer at center back, who is who excelled at right back for uh, for Galatasaray this season. So I don't, yeah, I don't understand that um, at all. So is it the is it the formation? Is it just the the overall squad, or is it just come down to the coach not having the right tactics? It's the coach. The coach. Yeah, I'm, be the coach. Leaning, yeah I want to say the coach. I'm saying the coach. Um, yeah, coach not making Lukaku miss sitters. Yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. He doesn't have the right balance. Yeah. He doesn't have the right balance. I mean, they better figure out something quick because they they lucky to be second in a group. Yeah, definitely. All right, yeah. So, uh, so got something going on stateside. We have Copa America here in the U.S. this year. Um, group stages are done. Quarterfinals are done. We should just run through. Big game on tonight. Um, we're actually recording this right before the uh, – USA Argentina game. One uh, hour and seven minutes to go. Yeah. Let's go USA. Big game, big game. So Navar, you wanna you wanna speak on this because you oh, you, uh, you like the the men's around here. Like the way I see this going is, uh, or I'm kind of kind of watching the Twitter feeds and whatnot, and 
you know, all of American sports are like, uh, we believe all this stuff, and U.S. soccer's got the 2009 Confed Cup history rolling for them. Like, this is a different game, different team. That old team we had was probably better than the team we're going to have tonight missing out on with uh, Jones, Bobby Wood, and uh, Bedoya. Klinsman's kind of in a hard spot right now. Like this, he's he's kind of trying to figure out: does he want to go super defensive, or does he want to just you know go at Argentina? Because I feel that's that would maybe be the better option. Because I mean, you want to make you want to make someone like Marcus Rojo defend. Uh, you want to possibly go at Odomeni because he's good for probably one to two errors a game that could lead to goals because he did that. A fair amount in city, so it's it's really just trying to to clamp Messi and keep Messi from turning. Because if you allow Messi to turn, it's gonna be lights out. Because he's gonna run that U.S. defense, even as good as Brooks and Cameron have been at the back for us pretty much all tournament. But I don't know. Predictions is kind of harder now. It's, it's I, I have to see the lineup first, and then then I might then I might have a cry. But uh, I'm I'm. <laughs> Cautiously optimistic, but <laughs> what does that mean? Cautious optimism is what? Like action time L? Where, where does what, no, what minute does like, the heart like, come in? Like a like a like a Wando finishing his shot like he should have done against Belgium. Like a steal. Ooh. Like a steal at the end. Be that close? Like a steal at the end. Okay. Well by the so time apparently the Messi's playing tonight. <laughs> Not uh, playing. Nah, is supposed to be playing tonight. Oh, oh that's rude. Yeah. Uh, is Argentina rude. got? They got anybody missing for cards or anything? Gaetan, I think uh, that's it. I think yeah. Gaetan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Gaetan I mean, is out. Gaetan picked up a yellow last game. That's a blessing. Game. Yeah. So I no, mean, Neighbor, I kind of agree think, with you. I think we gotta like kind of go at them because. With people like Di Maria and Messi, like, on those flanks, like, if we sit back, we don't have the speed to even, like, counter them. I don't think we have the skill to to counter them right. Um, and, like, that's putting too much pressure on the defense. And, like, I watched – like, we both watched Marcus Rojo try to defend. I watched Sergio <laughs> Romero try to be a goalkeeper. Like, yeah. they're weaknesses in that line. Like, they got Jadena as their best defender right now. Like – <laughs> so we just got to try and, like, really push the ball and get them out of here, like, early from the start of the game. Um, and really, like, I think midfield is where it's going to where it's gonna go down. Like, we yes. really can't let really can't let Zardes and his terrible touch get isolated up top. Oh, my God. And Dempsey oh. and them, so. That's what know. I'm worried about the most because those turnovers are counters, and you play against the number one team in the world, man, like. If he makes a bad touch, like right in the middle of the midfield, this is gonna be all bad. Yeah, and, some rap. yeah I think. No, I think, uh, I think uh, just like Navar was saying. Um, I think we were saying this in the chat the other day. Um, Navar was saying early. I think it was Navar saying you gotta pick up, pick up some fouls early. Let them know you're here. You, you're not. You're not gonna. These guys know they're better than you. Um, they think they're better than you. They pr- probably are right. Um, the refs are going to be giving them the calls, giving them benefit of the doubt, just because they are um, pretty much through and through going to be the superior team at 1 through 11. So you do have to 
I don't want to say, uh, yeah, and you got to kind of try to intimidate them. You may not do so well at intimidating, but you have to be smart with it to let them know you're here, you're, you're playing, you're going to play hard, and you're not just, you know, you're not about to just walk over me. Word. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's why, that's why I think Tenz was going to bring in Beckerman because he's more of a sit back, uh, sort of a wrecking ball sort of deal. So he can go in there, get a nice good studs up tackle or something on Messi, sort of <laughs> let him know he's there. But Messi, Messi doesn't really complain as much. He's probably one of the few footballers. I mean, he gets fouled. He'll be like, uh, but then he'll dust himself off and, and carry on. So, I mean, maybe go at one of the other guys like Di Maria or I just, I would, I would, I was, I was going to say i go after Di Maria. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't like, he doesn't like contact. And he's a bit of a hothead, but um, but my question, man. Okay, so that's that's a crazy like thinking that it's gonna come down to like a steal and a, and a final shot. But how do you replace these three suspended players, man? Like they they were the key, in my opinion, they were the key factors for us even get to this point. Especially with Bobby Wood, like okay, I used to think he he was terrible, but. From what I seen in his couple, like he is a legit, like a true, true striker. Like he's good at keeping the center backs honest, and mm-hmm. it, and he lets he lets Dempsey run underneath at will, and it just creates chaos right there. But who who do you who do you plug in? And I'm not I'm not the biggest USA fan as far as watching or knowing the team as well. But who do you plug in or to replace Wood to kind of create that that freedom for for Dempsey? Like who? Who is Argentina going to respect? Like, do you put Azardis up top, or do you just change the whole formation? Like, because from what I've seen, like, they start out in a 4-3-3, which I love, and then they end up switching to, like, a 4-4-2 just to confuse the the defense and everything like that. So who who do you put in there to to keep Clint happy and give him that that freedom to kind of cause chaos, especially for, I mean – I'm not convincing Argentina's defensive back line, especially they they two center backs. I mean, I know Otamendi is he's not world class, but he's he's definitely good. But he takes he's he's very aggressive. And he goes to mm-hmm. he, go, he goes to the ground a lot. So I think if if we have somebody that can create the key pass or you know say make the key dribble, who who would you put out there to replace uh, Wood? Uh. Probably, I mean, it's probably gonna the most popular choice would be Pulisic because uh, he he does he's he's got minutes in front of eighty thousand fans at Dortmund, so I mean he he's he might be ready for the big occasion. I mean he's probably one of our best technical dribblers. He's good on the ball. Um, he doesn't really shy away from being closed down, and he's got great vision and, and a great work rate and he's going to have to, he's probably going to have to run his ass off tonight. Him, yeah. him and Zardes is going to have to run their asses off. Yeah. Uh, Fabian and uh, Yedlin are going to be pretty much pinned back most of the time and when they get forward, everyone's going to have to come back. Um, yeah, it's 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 a really <laughs> losing, losing those three is those probably the worst thing that could have happened to us. Yeah. The Bedoya one I don't think hurts his back because you can plug in a Nagby, Zeusy type of thing and really yeah. offer that same role. But the wood just hurt. That kills yeah. us. Yeah. I think for me, Messi's on a mission though. Like, you know when, you know when I was growing up watching Argentina, like you had your Batistutas, your, you know Ortegas. You had these big guys. Yeah. 
they didn't win shit. Like Argentinians have won in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is Messi's like best opportunity to get that monkey off his back. Everyone's saying like, oh, well, Messi doesn't perform at international level. He doesn't do this and that. He's a game away from the, you know, especially after last year. You know, they almost won last year, but, you know, and, you know, Messi's trying to evade taxes and shit. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, grew out his I mean, beard. He got tatted. You know, Messi, I don't know who the hell he thinks he is, but. <laughs> he got tatted, got his beard out, so you know he's on he's on the mission. So he's, about to, he's, about to do, he's about to do a three to five. That's why he's tatted up and oh, got the beard. As a soccer fan, I, I kind of want I kind of want Messi. I kind of want Messi to like maybe not stunt on us, but just be messy if that makes any sense. Because he's playing in front of an American audience that I think if they see like what they're missing in La Liga or just overall, like, they'd be like, whoa, there's, this dude really is, like, the truth. Like, I'm kind of glad that we're playing arguably the best player in the world so people can see it. Like, I think it's it's going to help out the sport here, whether we win, lose, or draw. Um, Yo, fellas, the, line is, the lineup's out, by the way. Yeah, the lineup is out, and Wando is in it, and I don't – No. Well, no, no. no. In the <laughs> so probably so. pushes Deuce out wide, and Dempsey disappears when he goes out wide. Yeah, mm-hmm. I tell you, I tell you, U.S.'s lineup as a uh, Guzan and Goal, Johnson, Cameron, Books, Yedlin, Zuzi, Bradley, Beckerman, Zardes, Dempsey, and uh, yeah, um, that guy wanted something. <laughs> so, they, so, so they no sit. What's the bench? Is the bench out yet? Uh, nah, no. Um, but Argentina's lineup is uh, that one guy who backs up De Gea, uh, Mercado, <laughs> Otamendi, uh, Morris, that Everton guy who likes to act a fool. Uh, we got Rojo as left back, Augusto, Mascarano, Benega, Messi, Higuain, and Lavezzi. Uh, my, my, Hold like, on, no Di Maria? No, yeah. Uh, no Di Maria is he's on the bench. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, no Di Maria, no Serge. <laughs> the scariest person for me that uh, people aren't really talking about is Mascarano. Like, mm-hmm. Mascarano taught his whole anus in the World Cup, man. <laughs> 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 remember that? <laughs> and Bounce, and kept like, playing. Wow. He taught his whole ass. Oh, I mean, that's not that's not fair. You know, you're playing against Robin, you know, you're you, you obviously going to tear something. But <laughs> man tore his whole ass and kept playing. That's crazy. So, I'm really, uh, I'm really surprised at the uh, this Lavezzi inclusion, um, yeah. or more, I guess, more so, Di Maria exclusion. Um, yeah. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Tata knows, so but uh, Lavezzi loses minutes to fucking Cavani, and we saw what Cavani did. So I right. don't know. Um, I mean, I the know. coach. The coach probably saw Cavani's pictures with the uh, with his lady friend. You remember Look. those pictures? <laughs> <laughs> is Di Maria fully fit so- though? Is he yeah, bad? Yeah. Yeah. No, he got it. He picked up injury early in the tournament. I know that. Yeah, but he was yeah. injured. He was but- dusting cats. What what was that game? They won like four something where they just kept countering, and Di Maria was just like running riot on them. That's yeah. why we can't sit back because. That- yeah, yeah, they uh, he had like a little abductor injury or some bullshit. Look, I to me, I think they just looking ahead like to the next match. They just resting niggas. Word. 
Yeah. We gotta I, we gotta catch them slipping. I, honestly, I hope. Uh, I don't have any reason to to cheer for Argentina because I've conceded that Higuain is the starter over uh, Aguero. But, <laughs> um, so I definitely want USA to kick their fucking teeth in. Um, I don't really see it happening just because um, I don't think Klinsman will put us in a position. Uh, I think we'll sit back um, and probably get picked apart. But then again, I guess I would be saying it the other way around. I guess if we were to go out there, attack, 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 and get punched in the mouth of Argentina, I would be yelling for us to sit back. So I guess it's one of those things where, you know, pick your poison, really. Well, well if, I, if I was Jurgen, I would – I would, I thought about this. I would attack, like, the first 15 minutes and just wake Argentina up so they don't, like, try to sleepwalk on us. Like, all right, this is just a game. We're going to score – in this thing. Like, I would attack, and if it ain't working, then you just got to fall back. And that's what Jurgen's been doing. Like, he starts out with the 4-3-3, cooks a little bit, and then they've been switching to the 4-4-2, and then they just keep passing it back until they find some channels. But I personally would attack uh, Rojo because he's been running crazy runs into the final third for them. Like, he's just be out there trying to score or sending it across. Like, he's – He's up there like Marcelo, but he don't be getting back like when they lose possession. Like he just drops <laughs> back. So I would I would be looking for the counter and just just go off on that side. That's what I would do. All right. Yeah. But here's the scariest thing though. Like you go on a counter, you give the ball to Zardis, and like Zardis, you know, his whole touch and that Rojo will get back <laughs> in time by the time he chases it. So Yeah. 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 Words. I tell you what though, Zardes' touch was decent in uh, Ecuador. Like it was, it was, it was all right. It was okay. <laughs> Words. So um, beyond the U.S. team, though, we should probably talk a little bit more just about the group stages and surprises. El Tree becoming El Siete. In- <laughs> Brazil. <laughs> I think Uruguay still the biggest. Stuff. The biggest. So, uh, what what is the Uruguay? Biggest yeah. surprise of the of the. Copa tournament so far. Mexico, Chile. That's Mexico it. getting routed, of course. They mm. were undefeated. Venezuela. Go ahead. Venezuela's go ahead. a big surprise. Yeah. Venezuela's a big surprise. Um, yeah. No one really expected much out of them. But, uh, yeah, like Mexico, I mean, Jesus. Uruguay, I'm not really surprised because, I mean, Whoever starts Cavani on purpose wants to lose, so right. you know, that's your poison if you're in the What other choice to have, so, though? I mean, uh, Suarez, Suarez looked like he was he wanted to be out there. He wanted to play. I mean, every team wants to play, but if he yeah. wasn't out there, obviously we all know Suarez is the best striker in the world. We all know if he wasn't starting, he obviously there was obviously something wrong uh, or a reason at least. Yeah. Why he wasn't out there, and it's like, all right, they have your guy has Suarez. After that, it's like you know, up top, it's Cavani, or I should say, it's not Cavani because we saw what he went out there. Hey man, do. Um, so. I'm pretty sure Diego. I'm pretty sure Diego Falon can still run. I call him out of retirement. I'm surprised, yo. Y'all are skipping the elephant in the room. We're not going to talk about Brazil. Yeah, no, fuck we are. No. <laughs> oh, woo. I mean, even 
I mean, they didn't have Neymar, but Jesus Christ, that dope. them niggas are pathetic, yo. <laughs> like, I mean, they are pathetic, but I, I get. I'm not going. I'm not going to say I'm going to give them a pass, but they kind of they in a rebuilding mode after after what Germany did to them in their host country. Like that's going to take some time to to recover from. Like, I mean, whew, that is. They've gone through what? They've gone through what? Two coaches since then? Yeah. Two, three. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. So I'm not even. I mean, that was a young squad. They lit up Haiti. I'm not even. I'm not even counting Haiti. That's what I'm saying. Everybody got ran through by Haiti. Haiti. Haiti conceded twelve and scored one. Everybody. That's what I'm saying. Haiti's like the Yossi Zardes of national teams. It's like a whole lot of effort, little end product. (laughs) I'm I'm personally say I'm personally say like before the Copa started, I didn't I didn't expect much from Brazil just because of who they had. I didn't expect them to get floored in the group stages. Yeah, dog. They had they were supposed to fucking qualify. I I expected them to to at least get up their group. Hold up, like here's my issue. Peru, Ecuador, Brazil, Haiti. Nah, dog. Wait, they gotta on, get out Peru. Can we talk about Ecuador bro. for a second? Yeah, sure. Can we talk about Ecuador for a quick second. Sure, I sure. I saw, sure. I saw USA versus Ecuador. Oh if God. I see if I see Antonio Valencia may not in fall, I'm going to fly in and talk to Jose my damn self. Like, <laughs> that was probably one of the worst. I've seen Valencia play for Man United since 2009. That was probably the worst game I've ever seen him play in my life. Like, this guy refused to use his left foot, and it's like, how do you get paid so much money? But the other Valencia could have – he might be up for the worst game because he missed, he missed two clear headers that could have ended that game for them. Yeah, the Valencia bros were on the beam. They was, they was both out there just wilding. Word, right, word. Like we would, we probably wouldn't be talking about USA right now. Yeah. No, definitely. For real. But yeah, Brazil. I mean, Brazil. They just man, like from national team to the country to like our boy Arson. They just they're all in the shambles, man. But they the mess, <laughs> man. The, 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 the and, then, and then the shit that makes it funny is because they they dominated uh, Haiti, gave them seven. They dominated the, <laughs> they dominated the Zo Pound and then laid a fucking egg. <laughs> I mean, you really expect them to like? I mean, everyone's gonna beat white class nephews, man. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> No, the commentator said they have a player who doesn't like who hasn't played for Haiti since 2011 because he has visa issues. Like he only plays games in America. Like wow, you're playing against a bunch of you're playing right. against a guy who doesn't like who can't who can't leave the country. Like right, I I expect Brazil to beat them, but like not getting out of a group as Brazil. Like yeah, that's that's unbelievable. I guess I'm the odd man out. Like the country is in shambles. Uh, the, the government is in shambles. Their team is in shambles. Like they not, they not, they not in the, they not in the right moment right now. Like that's why I'm not giving them a pass, but I just didn't expect much out of them. To me, the Mexico thing coming in undefeated. They have all this talent. They got a new coach, Chicharito's in form. They was damn near just playing home games every night. Yeah, yo, what was up with that scheduling that they didn't leave Cali or Texas? Yo. That's what I'm saying. So they they basically was playing home games, right? 
Man, that one in Arizona, but that's the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a layover in between, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the first game. There was a first game. Then they went to Cali, then to Texas, then back to Cali and got smacked. Yeah, that's suspect. That's real suspect. But they was home games, right? And they yeah. get smacked seven to zero, like Bro, they didn't even get smacked. They got beat the fuck up. They got stoned. <laughs> and the thing is like Chile, right? Chile was out here like really trying to murder them. Like they murder. Really weren't stopping. Yo. Like they really wanted like they really wanted like ten. And I was like, oh, bro, like they was playing so bad. Like when it was like two nothing, I was predicting like seven oh. That's how that's how crazy the game was. Like I was like, Oh yeah, they about to give up seven. Even Neymar was hoping that they would give up eight. When the game was being played though, it was looking like they was gonna hit that number. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, dog. They 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 bodied the niggas. I said in uh in the piece I did earlier uh with Fields, I said the the boy Vidal hasn't went that hard since he was searching for lawyers for his D lobby. <laughs> yeah, it was, something something must have been said before that match, bro. Like Chile yeah, came out there for blood. Like I I never seen them play like that before. Even against Argentina, like in their homeland last year or what was that? Yeah, last summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they wasn't playing that finesse. Like Vargas, yeah, right. Alexis, Vidal, like all of them boys was possessed. They was they going for blood. I, th- uh-huh. I think the thing is the coach promised Vidal he get. I mean not Vidal. I mean, he got he promised Alexis he gets to see his dogs at halftime. <laughs> you know what happened? Man? It feels about his dogs. Yeah, man. That, man, that man came yeah. out mad. Yo, I wouldn't be surprised to see him do some shit for like Peter or something in the future. Oh yeah, definitely. I can see that. Um, uh, what's the call? What's the call? Was wilding though. The uh, Vargas guy jumped. Oh yeah, yeah. Yo, he's nice, wilding, man. man. Yo, he, yo, he's. I don't, I don't follow him, but I've seen him and just seen like his stats and to see how he played. Like he's, he's a good player, man. Like he should be on a big team. Like he been out to the QPR and uh, I forget where he's at now, but. He's at a uh, Hoffenheim. He's in the yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think he did. I don't, I don't even think he had a good season there this year. But I don't know what it is, man. Maybe he he's plays one very of those well for the national. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. Maybe he's he plays just one well of those for the national team. Yeah, maybe that's it. But he's fast. He can dribble his ass off. He can finish. I don't. I don't know, man. I mean, bro, he, he played twenty four games for Hoffenheim this season. And got two goals. Yeah, wow. that's crazy. So like a lot for for Chile, he's got thirty one and fifty eight. Right. Uh, like God damn, put on right. that thing, turn into That's fucking not. Superman. That's real. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Right. So uh, let's get to some of these transfer rumors, yo, because you know everything's going on. It's summer. The window's about to open. Even though everybody's getting signed now, I don't even understand how that works. Yeah, I, I don't know how that fucking works, man. Um. So I guess it's we like should all get <laughs> I guess we should all go through and then we should pick like I guess one a player that's been rumored to come to your club and how you feel about it or oh, like shit. what's what's the what's the player that you really want your boys to bring in that'll help you next season. Can I go I mean, first? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please do. Fam. The last two summers we spent upward city have spent upwards of $40 million on a defender. Last summer, it was Odomendi, which, eh, Odomendi is, he's been okay. He's adjusted. 
I see him settling in. I'm not upset because the market is going, you know, the market is what it is at this point. That's what defenders, especially established defenders like he was um, before he came to the city, um, that's what, that's the market. So mm-hmm. I'm not upset about that. That's fine. Now, the motherfucker that <laughs> we spent $42 million <laughs> on the summer for that. Elia Quim, bum-ass Mangala. <laughs> That's the saddest motherfucker I've ever seen defend in my goddamn life. <laughs> now, what's it called? And now... Not Dean McAllis? Not Dean McAllis? Dean McAllis is old. He at least has an excuse. Mangala is young and trash. <laughs> yeah. And now... Rumors have it that after we missed out on the boy from Bilbao, uh, Laporte, now mm-hmm. that we've missed out on him, he's re-signed uh, with Athletic Club, that we're about to splash 50 of them things on Johnny motherfucking Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Pebbles. Johnny Pebbles. Hey, but you got you to gotta be happy, though. Like, it's Pep's eye now, right? You trust Pep, right? And fam, and I, I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, that's eyes. Fam, uh, that boy is pathetic. I'm talking. He, oh man, I've seen but is him he better than? But is he better than what you got right now? I'm going to. If, are we saying company and Odomendi? I mean, company. Company is. He's the walking wounded, bro. Like you You're rely on him. Right? I mean, Stones is better than Odomendi. Or, excuse me, not Odomendi, Mangala. Stones is better than Mangala, no okay. doubt. DeMichaelis mm. is on his way out. DeMichaelis is done. Uh, I don't think he's better than Odomendi, even though they have two different styles of center backing. Yeah, I, I mean, we're talking, we're, talking about that, we're talking about a dude that... We're talking about a dude that Barca wanted to sign once upon a time. I mean... <laughs> They said Barca wanted to sign Aaron Ramsey, yo. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you really would. On, you can't really go on that, like. And they did sign Vermeilen. <laughs> and true. they signed Vermeilen. That's true. But yeah, man, I'm and not. Alex really, Stones is uh, at fifty million dollars, considering, like I said, what we spent the last two summers on defenders. One being shit, not even better than me at center back. <laughs> that, that's not really a rumor I'm uh, too pleased about. I, I don't know. But like you said, Pep's eye, I mean, he knows the game more than I do. You know, he's done a couple more things than me, not too many. But, um, yeah, that's, I'm not really happy about that rumor um, at all because I think it's actually going to become a reality. Like, I don't think. Well, just to stick on that point, I'm going to comment on this and, and let it be, but – I think Stones, if y'all do bring him in, is a is a good signing for y'all just because y'all need reserves. Like you said, uh Dimichelis is is old. I mean, you can't really you can't really rely on him. Uh hashtag Rashford. And then <laughs> um company, I mean he's you know what I'm saying? How many games can you get out of him now? Like, yeah, he's, he played two. like twelve this year. Two. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to spend like look at what we did to Veron, like I mean, he's regressed a little bit, but still, like, we got Pepe starting over him, but he's still there as a as a solid backup. And and, yeah. the, and the price, the price as you're talking, like, that's that's the going market now. Like, 
But like you said, though, we need reserves. Like yeah. it, you can't not, spend fifty. You can't spend fifty on a maybe guy. But like, y'all, you, y'all in Champions League, y'all in the Premier League, which y'all say is is tougher and all that stuff. Like you can't bring in no kid. You I know mean, what I'm saying? tell you the truth, you let the kids, I would rather we you let spend, the kids play, man. Yeah, man. I would rather we spend fucking if obviously you don't have. Company, you can't depend on company day in and day out. Um, I would pair Odomendi with I, I don't really, I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head that's not elite but isn't trash. And then I would bring in, <laughs> I, I would bring in, I like the kid uh, Reese Oxford. I would bring him in and let him mature and grow under Odomendi and company. Even if company's not playing, co- company can tutor that kid. Um, and he's English, and and he like the 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 rate for him wouldn't be anything crazy right now because he's still young. What is he? Nineteen. Nineteen twenty. Yeah, something yeah, right. like that. Reese is like seventeen. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, just knowing Pep's history, like he he likes he likes to have like comparable reserves on it. Somehow he he's able to buy like all the talent and keep everyone happy, like. You gonna play the bench role? He's gonna start. It don't matter how much money you make. Like that's just what he do. But I don't know. I mean, y'all got it ain't like y'all got like y'all ain't got the money. You know what I'm saying? Like splash it. Word. I mean, I'd rather. If, yeah, we do have the money, but we need to spend that shit on uh, midfield. Like I would rather. Yeah. I think that's where our biggest problem is. Fucking. Uh, we got Gundogan, which is a good signing, help retain posi- uh, possession. But after that, of course, we got De Bruyne, but that's attacking. But in to stabilize midfield, you got Gundogan, Fernandinho. Those are the only two guys right now who I want playing important minutes for City next year. Like, not fucking with Yaya no more. Man, fuck that, man. Time to move. <laughs> not even fuck the boy. That nigga just—he's mad lazy and nigga gallivants around the pitch like a fucking reindeer with three legs. <laughs> fuck out of here. Yo. Let's switch. Let's talk about uh, the other side of Manchester. All right. United, basically, Ooh. United willing to willing to everybody, man. Like <laughs> sign them all. <laughs> Oof. Half the time we don't even want the player, but like apparently we do. Like you know. Once he signs somewhere else, you don't want him. <laughs> right. Nah, it's, it's not even that. It's like, you know, we uh, you know, we don't even want the player, and then they'll be like, you know, United wants him. Like, bro, we don't. But because that's how, because we're you know such a big team, we get linked to everybody. Right. But uh, the player, the player who I ideally want, I mean, you know, I there's so many players I want, but like, you know, it's not gonna happen. But I think this last time thing is going to happen. Um, I'm interested in that because just seeing, you know, as that time's gotten older, he's gotten, I don't know if he's gotten better, but I don't know. But he's definitely improved as he's gotten older. I think his, like, he's known how to, like, use his strengths much more as he's gotten older. But I think it's going to be cool to see last time in the Premier League. I mean, I've always wanted to see it. But joining my team, that would be fun. So last time would be a fun, you know, that time, that time would be fun seeing him at United at least for a year. Word. But I got something to say about that too. 
Like, are you are, are you are you kind of worried about his performance in in, uh, in the Euros right now? Like, and then do you kind of second guess and look back at your history of the strikers that you person recently? Could he no. could he be a new no. Falcao? Like, nigga, no. Niggas was on him. Oh, niggas was on him on uh in the Euros. Like he ain't scoring and getting shot. Like he missed that even though he was all size. Like here's the no. thing. Like if he's, you look at if you look at if you look at Sweden's uh team, it's basically a bunch of broken down Volvos trying to pass it to a Ferrari. Like you ain't gonna get nowhere with a broken down Volvo, man. Like the car is done. So Zlatan's not getting really any service. I think um with Falcao, that's very Falcao tore his knee. So I mean. It's two. What's it called? It's two different situations. Um, the thing right. with Zlatan is that, like, we all know how Zlatan feels about Jose. Like, he would die for Jose. So, yeah. you know, that's that's two different situations. I think the thing that United needs the most is midfield. Like, I cannot. I refuse to see Wayne Rooney in midfield. Like, I can't see that. Like, <laughs> I cannot. Like, Rooney's done well with the Diags, bro. Rooney's done well for us, man. Like he's done bits. Like Rooney's literally won everything. But I can't sit there and just see, like you know, I'm watching Croatia play and watching Spain play, and I'm seeing these guys like making, you know, I'm seeing Iniesta like Iniesta's whole hairline is gone, but he's still making everybody chase. <laughs> I have to see Rooney do this. I'm just like, nah, man, it's not fair. Like, can I at least have a midfield, please? You know, we just re-signed Carrick, who's like on his last legs, you know, like mm. if I if I see Carrick and Rooney together in midfield again, you know, like Yeah, that can't be it. Yeah, so we'll see sound, though. Man. Sound good to me. What <laughs> happened to the what happened to the French boy though? You ain't you you still got him? Like y'all gonna take him off the shelf this season? Who's the French boy? Martial? Nah. See y'all don't even know who y'all got. Who's, Who's the French boy? Morgan? Oh, Morgan? Oh. oh. Yeah, Morgan. no, Morgan's Damn. Morgan's Morgan be all right. He'd be all right. He'd be okay. play this year. The, the thing is, like, I've noticed that, like, about certain United players and, like, just the whole team is, like, a lot of players lost confidence. Like, apparently, like, before, you know, he got his new contract, LVG told Carrick that Carrick is out. And, you know, when you have a coach who doesn't like you, you're not going to want to play for him. So, you know. I think the players would be okay. I mean, Jose's going to come in. and It'll be a whole new, like, you know, fresh air, you know, breath, breath of fresh air. Certain players, like, you know, I don't know how you know, Lingard did his thing in limited time, but I don't see how, like, players like Lingard kept getting played, you know, playing, like, minutes. But Yeah, he's, he's not starter quality. It's funny you say that because, like, um, the person I'm thinking of, his agent is trying to push this move through to United right now is McHitryan from uh, – Dortmund, um, and I really think that him coming over and holding down that right wing spot will definitely help out the team a lot. I think a lot of our talent, like if you look at uh, Memphis and Martial, and uh, the, it's it's a lot focused on the left side, and that's why people like Lingard were able to like play on the right, and yeah, that nigga sure. is. He's squad quality. Like, he's definitely, like, a decent player, but he shouldn't be getting first-team minutes, like, without a doubt. So I think him coming over will, will really help the squad a lot. Here's my question for the United fans, though. Like, this is real, though. So since y'all not in CL, right, mm-hmm. shouldn't y'all utilize this season? Like, to me personally, like, all jokes aside, I know we had jokes about the United situation, but 
I don't really think y'all missing a lot. Like, yeah, y'all y'all got y'all got the manager now, right? Y'all got the pieces there. Like y'all got the young like y'all might have the best youths in the league right now as far as attacking and everything like that. Like wouldn't you rather like see them kinda carry United back to the CL, like give them this season to do that? And then once you get back in it, spend the money and bring in like said striker or said right back or whatever y'all need to, mm-hmm. to compete in the CL. Like, isn't this like a perfect kind of opportunity for like Jose to like, well, it's going to be oxymoron Jose to mold the Utes. But I feel like, I feel like, and maybe it's just me and I'm crazy, but I feel like since this is like uh, Europa League and the Premier League, like Rashford proved himself. Martial proved himself. Memphis still can prove itself. Like, he can utilize this season. Like, I think y'all got the pieces there. Um, and there's not a lot of pressure on y'all as far as, I mean, there's pressure for y'all to get back to the CL, but y'all don't have to worry about this year. So, I mean, do y'all, does that kind of make sense, or is that something that interests y'all? Do y'all think y'all needs Latin or, or somebody like that? Yeah, I mean, like, it's hard to tell, like, personally what United need because I think that everything under Van Hall was so stupid. Like, the way we played was so trash, and we scored, like, we only created the same amount of chances as, like, bottom bottom feeder clubs in England. So, like, I really can't tell whether it's, like, a talent thing or it was just a system we were playing that was complete garbage. But I get what you're saying. I think Zlatan is the perfect signing for United right now just because he's – He's older, so there's no, like, real commitment to him as a player. Yeah. So he's not coming in just as a mercenary. He can come, and his job is just to bang some goals, right? Don't matter how to come or whatever. We're still in Europa League, so we're still going to have games. And with the the Europa League, like, it's going to be a much shorter schedule going on Thursday and playing again on Saturday or Sunday. And then we still got the cups that we're in in England. So there's enough game time for everybody. Yeah. I think it I think it could work, but it's down to to Jose to really like make that an effort to to make sure the kids get games. You know what I mean? Because he's like the type of dude who like, as far as I know, like from his days at Chelsea and, and like at Real too, that he he's not really one to really like just shake up the squad a lot. You know what I mean? Like he has to have like a starting eleven, and those are the dudes he's riding with, right? So he's going to have to come in, like, with a different expectation. But I think that that's something that definitely had been, like, laid out before uh, before he signed on, you know what I mean? Because all, all of our best players in the future are, are like, under 24, you yeah. know? So, yeah, y'all, I don't know. Y'all got, y'all got a lot of promise. Y'all got a lot of promise. Speaking of players under 24, Chop, how do you feel about uh, Pogba? <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, I'm I mean, when I hear his name. <laughs> hey, hey, I mean, y'all know his credentials. Y'all know how I feel about him, but I'm gonna just say it again. I think, I think he's he's somebody that you just had to spend the money on. Like it's almost like the whole Neymar thing. Like a lot of people said the same thing. Like he's just a YouTube star. He's playing in the Brazil league, blase, blase, whatever. Um, but the I feel like I feel like he's just destined to be maybe not at Real Madrid, but just play for like a bigger club. I'm not saying that Juventus is not a big club, but I think he's done what he needed to do as far as filling the shoes of the greats that were there already. 
uh, especially how he got to Juventus. Um, and he's only 23. Don't remind me. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I think that you know he's just ready for the next level, and that's that's to win Champions League. He he wants to win the Ballon d'Or. He you know saying he looks up to Zidane. He wants to be a French legend. Um, so it's going to take a, a you know not a bigger club. Again, Juventus is a big club, but um, I I hope it happens. I know me and Chris go back and forth a lot. Um, with the whole Tony Cruz swap deal, and y'all know how I feel about that. I feel like Tony Cruz. I mean, I think he's only a year or two older than Pogba. Um, yeah, he's four. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, like Cruz is nice. Okay, he's nice. Like the stat sheet is is beautiful every time he's out on the pitch. My thing is like he just doesn't he just doesn't fit into the 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 Madrista way as far as. Uh, the playing style and the finesse. Um, the, I'm not the only person that feels that way, um, as far as the fans and everything like that. But um, he kind of, you kind of almost had like at the end of the game, like after you watch the uh, Real Madrid game, like you have to look at the stats to see like what Tony did, unless you know he does get like a a, a pure assist, uh, maybe not from like a corner, but like this uh, a, a nice through ball or something like that. But he almost he's almost invisible out there, and maybe that's and maybe that's just me not you know what I'm saying paying attention to his greatness, but that's just how I feel. I feel like I feel like with Pogba, like he would fill in, um, like Ozil did. We would we would get that flow back, like where we just counterattacking all the time uh, with when we had Benz, Iwain, uh Ronaldo out there, Di Maria and Ozil was eating out there like and even he was kind of like he was only like he wasn't even really like a feature player but he did so well out there that he got looks from other other uh big clubs um but he was nowhere near our best player um at the time but um the price is crazy but the market is crazy too i mean um some teams overpay a lot um, Thirty million for Troy Deeney. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> right? I, I really think, I really think we need Pogba. Just, just one because Flo definitely wants to be the first team to repeat as CL champions. And I'm thinking like Flo now. Like the only way to do that is to bring in another global player. Um, and he's not finished developing yet, fellas. Like, I know I say he's nice now, but he's only 23. Like, he still needs he still needs more time. He's only going to get better. He still like, needs to develop a couple haircuts and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, man, wild times, though, when you're a Champions League winner and a World Cup winner. Both starting and you're not doing enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, we'll take him. Yeah, I, I, I'll keep it. I'll keep it to this point. I won't. I won't go too long on it. But um, y'all know, I, I, I personally, I wouldn't miss Miss Cruz. I think we could replace um, his pro- productivity to a certain extent. Maybe not the same amount, but a certain extent. Um, but I think Poba brings in um, more goals. He's just gonna bring in more energy, and he's gonna be playing under Zidane, somebody that he looks up to. Like he would mold him into like the perfect midfielder. Uh, and then y'all see how 
La Liga is set up anyway. Like he'll have battles against Iniesta and all of them. Like that's that's his motivation right there. So I think he's worth it. I think we bring him in. I think we get it done. One um, twenty. I don't think one twenty. I, I definitely don't think one twenty. But it, it's gonna be high. It's it's probably gonna be higher than what we pay for Bale. But not by much. Not one twenty. It's probably gonna be like a, a single digit number as far as like maybe like a one oh five or something like that. Right. Uh, Them man paying Marlo Stanfield numbers. <laughs> but I, I, I think we I think we need him to to repeat. We don't need him to compete as far as winning the league. Um, uh, I think y'all do. I don't think we do. But like I told y'all, in the, like I told y'all, <laughs> like I told y'all in the chat, like this is this is how it works. Like Barcelona is already thinking about how to win, not just the league, but Champions League next year. So they feeling in pieces like that. The signing with TD, like that's scary to me. Like. That's a good. That's a good pickup right there. Yeah. Um. And they not done yet either. So, so this is just how it works. Like you got to reload every time. Like you got to stay one step ahead of of Barca and just and vice versa for them. Like so, th- this doesn't surprise me as far as the money and the rumor. Um. You know we've been linked to Neymar and all that stuff. So, uh, But I I think we get it done. And it would be great to see uh, a black face at Los Blancos. <laughs> so. <laughs> Word. And you to put him in blackface already? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I didn't even know Madrid were allowed to sign black players. Damn. I thought the limit was Marcelo. I didn't know y'all could get darker at Bar- uh, Madrid. <laughs> hey, we just signed, we just signed, I forgot, we just signed uh, Keita. So he, he's, he's black. Um, I think he's, <laughs> I think he, I think he switched over to Spanish national, but I think he's from, uh, Senegal or something like that, yeah. but um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, time, times are changing now. That's that's a good pickup for us too, though. Word, uh, John Joe, what do you think with Klopp there now? Who do you think y'all need to to bring in? Like after looking at everything that happened last season and the style that y'all are trying to play. Give me a left back, a goalkeeper, a fucking two center backs. <laughs> it's not a one one window type of thing. Or, I mean, we we started out going after Mario, and that obviously isn't happening. And we're going to end up with a Townsend or a Wolcott. I mean, it's just <laughs> state of this fucking club. <laughs> um, I do want to see a sign Chilwell out of Leicester. He's okay. on uh, shit at Huddersfield Town, I think. Um, kid, just a new left back because fuck Moreno. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Maddox signing is nice on a free. Uh, I mean, Skirtle looks like he's out the door. Yeah, he's going um, to Roma. I mean, yeah. that's reported, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, on a break. <laughs> you got him. You said you needed a reserve center back. Take Skirtle. <laughs> <laughs> half price. What's half a free though? <laughs> <laughs> we pay you. Just, just for. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be an interesting year. Uh, if Sturridge stays fit, I think we'll be all right with him. Coutinho. Yeah, Coutinho, Firmino, uh, Sturridge. Ings is going to be back. I think he'll be all right. He'll work well in this system. Uh, Benteke got to go. He got to go? What are yeah. you doing for second striker? Ings, Origi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got a couple other options, but Benteke, he just... Vlade Divac Origi. <laughs> he not pacey enough. He just 
not the kind of game we're playing. So word, word. we're gonna lose some money there. I heard, for sure. I heard y'all shopping in the Eastern Block. That's the only place y'all can play it from. Yeah, shout out Marco <laughs> Grujig. <laughs> just gonna go straight to Red Star for everybody we need. <laughs> for real, man's are shopping in Ukraine and fucking <laughs> Slovakia for footballers, man. That's mad. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we end up. Honestly, nobody want to come to Liverpool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbor, is there somebody else you think United should sign besides uh, Mickey and, and Zlatan, or somebody that you got your eye on? It, uh, it, 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 it probably just be. He's got he's got a little bit of vision about him. Could probably light a fire under Arara and and then Mata if Mata stays. And yeah, we don't know about that. But Gomez is a nice young young talent. So it'd be nice to get a youth player in, but a youth player who's got great upside and is already pretty pretty ready to handle uh intensive workload so that'd be a good player to, to bring in. Or or definitely. Um so yeah I think that's that's it for today. Um so this should be up hopefully soon. Uh if we haven't gotten a chance to talk to the people yet before that every Friday is Fire Kit Friday where we all show off the dopest kits that we all got and just like try and move the culture forward and share it. So that that rapper out of Canada is not the one showing people kits with the with the uh, logos photoshopped off and no patches out here looking bummy. You know what I mean? So say hey, and say no to nameless kits, fam. <laughs> Yo, Done. we will debate no. this next time. Nah, we we gotta talk about this. <laughs> You're not gonna nameless kit shame me, yo. Alright, we'll save uh, it for later. Yeah, but I would just want to thank everybody for tuning in on the first episode. Um, it's definitely something that we're going to continue uh, and just keep working on getting better and getting to y'all the, the content that we need. So uh, for much to y'all, peace out, and we'll check in with y'all next week. All right. Peace. Peace.